Hey, Gabe. What is 6.9? Something ruined by a period. Another good thing ruined by a another period. Good, oh, yeah. Sorry. Another good thing. Thanks for ruining that joke. Now we're going to do another one. <laughs> what type of letters do feminists send? What kind of letters? Hate mail. Hate mail? <laughs> it's a good one it's a good one sure so how have you been we we haven't we haven't really talked uh yeah, we haven't been absent re- for a little bit yeah um mostly my really fault lined up um yeah mostly yeah, my mostly fault yours. i've been i've been uh starting this uh role now at work project management I'm still having overlapping with estimating over in our other office. And so then pulling back on that, but I've been out on the field, putting out fires involved in all sorts of stuff. And then uh, <laughs> we get a, an email from our higher up saying, Oh yeah, we're going to need you guys to start moving everything out of that office and into the other location. Cause uh, they're going to go ahead and uh, sign over the lease to somebody else. And we're going to have to move over to the other place. So, this last week, we spent a lot of it organizing truckloads to come and pick up stuff from our warehouse, send it to the other warehouse, and also clearing out our office stuff and moving it to the other office, which on Friday, we had the floor. My On my new office, we had our flooring done, so we had a guy go over there, rip up the stinky, stanky old ratty carpet that was in there. And put in some new... Uh, some irony there. Some luxury, company. right? Some luxury vinyl plank wood look stuff in there. Nice. But it really clashed with the paint that was on the walls. Like this really yuck, yucky kind of like baby blue. And it didn't uh-huh. go well with it. So I was like, man... Was it that I similar my... baby blue that had shit uh, that had on my walls? Yeah, it was lighter. It was lighter, oh. and it was also like kind of dingy too, like dirty, dusty. Oh yeah. I, I don't know what these people do. Whoever was in my office before, they had like a, like I guess at the foot, the foot place of the of the the desk I was there. I guess they would put up his feet on the on the walls or something. It was all dirty. Just it was it was it was pretty it was pretty gross. So I told my I told Michael or I told told John. I'm like, you know what, man. I don't know what you want to do in your office, but I'm going to repaint mine. Uh, I'm going to put paint in something that's going to look good with the colors and everything, and it's going to be nice and vibrant. So, so I what did color that. did you choose? It was like a like a light, like an antique white or like a very light beige, still so vibrant. Basic color. It's like a bright color. It's it's, it's a it, it, it had to be like off white, but in the browns, it had to be because of with the with the flooring and the base that we had in there already, and my furniture is going to go in there, my my desk. I had to like kind of it had to be productive, like something that brought in a lot of color, made it feel open and everything and clean. So you're so, saying white is color? No, it wasn't white. It was an off white. It was like a, like a beige because the, the colors aren't in the floor and everything, and it just seems clean and open and it has a lot of it brings in the light. So I was like, you know what? It looks clean. It looks good. 
I just need to snap my my walls are all bare right now, so I need to like start putting stuff up and there's still a lot what of stuff. What would you I put up? Uh, I think in being that it's gonna be my work office, I'm not gonna have any personal artwork necessarily. So what I'm what I was thinking about doing is couple some of the projects that we have already completed or that are in progress, I'm gonna print out because I'm going to have the plotter in, in the in the room now. We're going to bring over the plotter into my office since it's a big office. Um, and I'm going to print out the, the cover page to all our projects, you know, where it shows the overall project, the, the actual final rendering, I guess you could say, of the, of the building mm-hmm. and all the stuff in there. I'm going to have that framed for each of the projects that we've completed and stuff that we have ongoing. I'm going to have mm-hmm. it framed and put up on the wall. And as we, as we uh, start producing more and I don't have any more space in the walls in my office. It's going to come out and I'm going to put them on the outside of the office in the hall, basically just to kind of decorate the rest of the office with projects that we've completed, you know, success stories, etc. I might start making it more like uh, artistic and like do some graphic design for it, like have the, the floor plan on it and then take some photos uh, of the completed project, the exterior interior, show some of our work, right. And that make it, make a, a presentation, a graphic presentation of it, and frame that. That's cool. That sounds good. Yeah. That's yeah. good, man. Something like that. As you can see, he's been pretty busy. Yeah. Uh, during that time, um, I finished up a book that we started in, at work uh, in a book club that oh, cool, a few cool. of us are in uh, called Emotional Intelligence. And it was the last 50 or so pages were really dense. The entire book is dense. It's very highly informative, a lot of data, and it, it just, it's like smacking your face with it. And, you're, and my nature is you, the, the data that I gain, any sort of information that I gain or have, I try to connect it in some way. We'll try to see if it applies or if I've seen it apply, right? And yeah. so this emotional intelligence, towards the end of it, it, was talking about how it shows up when you're a kid and how it, sh- it impacts your adult life. And I was just like, oh, wow, so overwhelmed by it. And it got me into a, a good reflecting state. And it helped, it helped a, a lot of things to resolve certain things and, and take a little bit more of an ownership. You know, mm-hmm. I think I think we all have a a tough time of putting words to certain things. Yeah. Right. Articulating that concept. Yeah. Ar- exactly. Exactly. And so that's actually even shown up on there. She, yeah. uh, the book even goes into that is that the, the, the way you're you grew up, even not even in your household, just by friends that really didn't consider you or blew you off or or whatnot where you're isolated essentially you did not have the opportunity to learn on how to articulate feeling well yeah i mean and it makes sense because once especially in our culture civilization our 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 society in this country well just modern society in general i think it's yeah it's it's, just it's generally uh, speaking right we we, we spend most of our time with our peers like at school like yeah, the yeah. the bulk of the of our hours spent during the day from the time we can get into school in kindergarten and up 
we spend a great amount of time with our peers in, in school. And if we don't get uh, reinforcing uh, ideas or, or, or conversations at home from our parents and our family, then mm -hmm. all we're ex being exposed to is the same thing that our, that our uh, peers are. Um, if, they, if they're not very good at expressing or if they're blowing us off or whatever the case we might be, be or even be experiencing in our development, we're not going to yeah. be able to ex express ourselves properly. Yeah. And, or even if they're, you don't have any friends, right? Yeah. Let's say. If you're a loner. Let's say, yeah. You are not going to be, because it, it was, it was this entire research done on, on kids that were isolated mm -hmm. and kids that were popular. And it was shown that the popular kids were, tend to be the ones that were able to articulate later on in life. While the loners ended up going down the path of being a little bit more vice heavy, and by vice yeah, heavy, but, I mean like leaning and, and I wonder how drugs, much of that alcohol. Is, there's violence. a lot of stuff in, involved with that because there's some there. In my experience, I mean, and I know it's like it. Well, you'll, you'll see gradations, right? Gradients between the stuff because because I've known a lot of, uh, or at least the uh, at least the the. Uh, socially awkward, I guess you could say, or the loners or the, mm -hmm. the introverts mm -hmm. that I used to hang with yeah. in, in high school. Because I used to go from group to group. I used to like be like the intermediary. I was able to hang out with right. with the nerds, with the band, yeah. with the orchestra, Same. with the jocks and all that. So Same the, the ones I knew about, right. the ones the introverts that I knew, they, did, they weren't able to, art, they were very well-spoken, they were articulate, they were intelligent, but they were just, I guess, since they were loners, they were more socially awkward. So yeah, could they yeah. could they, could they express themselves properly? Could they could they convey an idea or the depth of their emotion or whatever they're they're dealing with? Sure. Did they have the confidence to? Not really. Yeah. Exactly. And so it, it it was a lot of that that was shunned on the light of. And so I was I was taking that in and then we started this this other book and the funny thing with this other book, the title of this book is How to Lead When You're Not in Charge. Yeah. So we went in thinking, man, this is going to be a good book because a lot of us are not the mid, not even in mid-level management, management, right? Uh -huh. we, we are lower. And I was getting into it and I'm like, oh, okay, man, this guy's making sense. And like, it, it makes really good sense. And then like, I can understand when, when someone has a, a, a particular upbringing, they're gonna, they're gonna throw a little bit in there. And so the first, in the first like 20, not even 20 pages, a little bit more like the first 10 pages, he kind of threw in a little Christianity verses and like Christianity stuff. And I was just, okay, okay, that's fine. That's fine. And as I got in to it more and more, it was just like Christianity, 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 Christianity verse, 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 verse. Bible verse, Bible verse, and I'm just like, holy shit! Like now I'm like completely overwhelmed, and I don't even know how to take this. And so I actually was like, okay, I don't know, I don't want to be the one to be like, okay, we get, we gotta do something about this. This is not office friendly and whatnot, right? Like everyone has the power to do whatever they want. So I actually, after I was reading, I was like, I I hit up my friend and. I was like, yeah, I don't think I can do this. I don't think I can read anymore. I, I'm, I'm done. I'm done. I, this has gotten way too heavy. And he was like, well, you know, I, I get it too. So what I'm, what I'm doing is I'm kind of spinning it. And I was like, yeah, I get it. Like, I try to even spin it too. But then it's like every other word is just like this, 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 this. 
And I'm like, it's just, I'm not connecting to it. It's not going to connect with me. It's not going to resonate with me. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, I'm not going to waste my time going into this. Well, when it came to the meeting, because we had the meeting the next day, um, I ended up, the, the guy that was in charge, I ended up telling him, I was like, yeah, I won't be there. Um, and he was like, do you mind telling me why? And I was like, I, I have very trouble of being I have a very difficult time of being vulnerable. And so I had to. And I, I went ahead and went, was honest with him. And he was like, oh, yeah, I completely understand. Like, I, I get it, too. I saw that. And I don't think uh, it would be a good one to, to talk about in, in the workplace. So um, we went to lunch and everything. And we, we talked about it a little bit because there, there are some good nuggets. Outside of that, there are some really, really good nuggets. And, and then he was like, well, what, what, what book should we get? Like that would be helpful in the workplace for us that are unable to really lead. And so I was like Googling some, some books and I ended up coming across a Brene Brown book. And I can't remember who, who told me about Brene Brown. Um, I think if I remember correctly, it was Kaylee. Mm. Originally, I was thinking it was this other dude, Tom, at work, but it wasn't. And so I'm thinking the only other person that would tell me about a different, like, um, what's that word? Like, idea person, however you say it, um, would be Kaylee, because mm-hmm. Kaylee and I and and you, at, at, during times when we were together, we'll we'll talk about such relationship things or psychological things or whatever it may be. Right. And so she told me, I, I think it was her. So I was like, I, I remember watching a, a uh, keynote speaker video, movie, I don't know, clip, however you wanted to say it, on Netflix. Mm-hmm. And she is good. And I was like, wow, this is really good. And so the book is labeled Dare to Lead. And I got into the first 40 pages, and initially she talks about vulnerability. And I know we've talked about this in the past, right? We mentioned this in the past, right? Vulnerability? Mm-hmm. Have we not? Yeah. Okay. Um, but I think we're pretty vague on it. And I think we all have a misunderstanding of vulnerability. And And so she even explains it that way. And I... And now, like, going along that path, I'm being a little bit more vulnerable on a regular basis and trying to strengthen that muscle. So I thought that's what I've been doing the past three weeks and on. And um, I, I think that's a good topic to talk about, like vulnerability. And... And one thing that she says in the book is, is that vulnerability is not the means of just oversharing. And I thought that was interesting, too. And I was like, wow, okay. It's a matter of essentially you being genuine and having the ability to express yourself in a in a not oversharing manner like you're where it's it doesn't seem like you're going to essentially you're the victim 
So if, especially in the the leading type of way, when you're in, when you're a leader, you do not want to make yourself sound like you're a victim. Also, you right. you have to put yourself in that position to where if you're leading a group of people, you have to make them as comfortable as possible. And so she gave an example of like, you know, if there's a huge layoff, how would the conversation be? And in the example, she said, well, the, the dude was like, I understand where we're at. I understand where we're going from, where, where you are, how we are feeling, and we're doing as much as we can from our end to to help alleviate a lot of this. If there's anything that you want me to do, you let me know. And if there's any questions, I could do my best to, to try to answer. And that was like, wow, that is a great way to, to go about certain situations. And I noticed right away on how now at work, how my boss is not vulnerable. Because there, it requires a lot of sternness. You have to also be stern in a way, too, and setting expectations. But if you're not able to set expectations, you're not really able to be vulnerable. And I had a mishap recently before, before I read this part, right, at work where, and I, I think I mentioned this to you, where I'm trying to create a standard and a process and and so I pitched it, and I'm like, okay. And so my friend actually agreed upon it. He was like, oh, yeah, great, great, great. So I told him, oh, okay, you need to check. So I was checking his work because he's kind of new to the region. Right. And he didn't correctly design the beam. He designed the beam correctly, but not to where it would be applied. You can do it in an efficient manner redesign it in an efficient manner if an option was ordered and so i showed him an example of how i do it and he was like no that's overdoing that takes a lot more time i'm like it does it takes a little bit more time but you catch up with it later on when there's options so he's like he he's already frustrated because of how my my boss originally talked to him and kind of he 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 talked down to him in a way and but I was completely staying out of it. I'm like, okay. Yeah. But so he was like, well, did you talk to Andrew? Did you, is this how we're going to do it? Did you, did you let Mike know? I'm like, okay, I could see that he's now being defensive on wanting to do anything extra. And so we got my boss involved and my boss was like, oh yeah. Yeah. I don't think everyone will be on the same page with this. Like, you can't get any of the older engineers to take this approach. I'm like, well, that's where you come in. You have to set the ex expectation. You have to set the standard down. And the reason why I do it this way, I, I'm pitching it this way, is to keep the designs consistent as possible between the engineers. And that is a big impact down the road. When you have inconsistent designs, a lot of especially when it's within the same model you're going to have a lot more kickbacks from the production side from the uh, the supply the, the building side because they can't even order the material one day it's like okay yeah i'm going to use 
triple two by twelves for this twenty foot header, and another day they're like, no, 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 we're going to use triple eleven and seven eighths LVL. Like, okay, make up your mind so we can order it correctly. Yeah. You know, no, and then when you when you produce when you when you provide too many options and too many different things like that, it does muddy up the waters because like, which one do we use or why? Uh, especially if it's not clear as to why you're choosing that route. Yeah, I mean, and I run it, into the same similar situations. Like, well. You want to provide options, but you want to give too many options because it does muddy up the waters and it makes it confusing. Like, okay, when yeah. is one thing more appropriate? And also, you actually gotta you gotta think about things down the road. Like, what and, and is readily option, available? Hold on, before before you go, yeah, uh, further by options. This is like a regular standard is a six six foot sliding glass door. To they will order a twelve foot sliding glass door. So that's the option. And so yeah. that's where a lot of us change up the design and take different approaches in designing. Yeah. But that's in, the thing is, like, if, you can, if you can throw, if you can throw in something that it might seem like over engineered, mm-hmm. but something that that can be used for both a six or a twelve, then you yes. don't have to make changes later down the yeah. road. It's like it's yeah. already it's already built in this way. So yeah. if you're gonna do it, we're, we're already we already got it accounted for. It's being yeah. consistently used. Yeah. So then, in yeah. case you want to change this option, it's already. It's already yes. built into the design. But the other thing, what's happening is once it's already, let's say it's all said and done, right? Mm-hmm. If if everything wasn't picked up correctly, and the reason why, the other reason why I like the approach that I take is because it forces you to check everything, mm-hmm. and it forces you to trace down the loads. And the basic fundamentals of structural structural engineering is load path. What has tend to happen is there's a few older models where certain engineers went in and they didn't do a proper load path to where they missed some loads, heavy point loads. And so it causes a different reaction on the beam to where it can kick up the deflection versus the stressing. And I know I'm, I'm getting a little too technical for everyone here, but bear with me. Um, they it gets missed and we've gotten called back with the building reviewer. And so that's where I'm like, okay, let's just force ourselves instead of hurrying through this, because it's easy. Yeah. It's really, it's really when you're in the moment and this is, this applies essentially to everything, right? Like you have that ego, like, Oh, I've done this a million times. Like, Oh yeah, this is going to work, which it is right. But, there's going to be certain instances when you apply a certain point load or, 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 or actually take a tighter look at it, it changes a little bit, right? And so that's where I'm like, okay, let's force people, let's force the engineers to, to look at it versus, no, it's up to them. No, no. no. The second you make it up to them, it becomes emotional okay. engineering now. now. Now, the way I see it, because this, this applies to everything, really, and not even just engineering, not even not in construction. I, it just applies to everything. Right, so almost every mm-hmm. industry you can, can yep. You have a certain undergirding structure to the way you operate your bit in business, right? You have certain functions. That's why there's. That's why people, even as much as people hate it, that's why there's policies and there's procedures to, to everything. Yeah, and so yeah. They, they they give you certain standards. Okay, this is how we do it. However, you can't always be too rigid. To this is the way we always do it because there's sometimes there, sometimes yeah. there will be special instances and circumstances and that's when you that's the only time that you should deviate it's like oh yeah. this is 
this is a certain special, it's not going to work or it's going to cause certain issues. If we continue to do with this standard, we're going to have to revise. Yeah. Not, 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 not just leave it up to them, whatever they want to do. No, no, no. It's like, this is how we do it consistently. Bop, 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 bop. It's, it's done. Especially if you're doing production. If you're, if it's something with production work, like something, and by what I mean for pr production is something that you have to do day in, day out, the same every day, every day, yep. every day, every time you do something, it's just, it's always consistently being done the it's same monotonous. way. It's just, but occasionally you run into a certain special situation. If you're dealing with like a service industry, let's say, let's take in a restaurant, like, you know, kitchen, whatever yeah. the, mm -hmm. the, this dish is consistently prepared this way. Bop, bop, bop. It's always done this way. Somebody comes in and they have a, a food, food, food allergy or, or something, right? A special request. Okay. Well, this is how the meal is, is consistently made. Well, this is a special situation. This is the only time we're going to deviate. It's not like, hey, make this dish however you want to make it. Like, oh, damn, do it however. Then everybody's always going to be like, well, this isn't how I had it last time. Or, oh, man, they made this. I went over here and ate this this one time. It was so good. And you go back again. It's like, man, it's completely different. Right. And the next time, it's completely different. You're never getting the same thing. That's what I mean. So that's why some restaurants are successful with when they have a, like signature dishes. Because you go in there, so they love it. And they consistently can go back there and have it again. And only it only gets deviated when there's a special request for something because of something else, some sort of special thing. But that's why people typically, okay, this is how we do it every single time. This is what yeah. you get every single time. Yeah. And on special occasions or certain situations, you deviate a little bit from that. But not you just you just can't let people just oh do it however you want to. Eh, yeah, just whatever. Yeah, eh, whatever. Like no, yeah. it causes problems. It it yeah. causes issues. And, and, and that's where that's where it's like, okay, when it causes those issues, we tend to be like, okay, let's just firefight. Yeah. And by firefight, like, it's like, it, all you're doing now is just putting out the fires. Yeah. Instead of preventing them. Yeah. Instead of, instead of being we proactive, be like you're the being bear, reactive. Man. Yeah. Yeah. We have being, to be like Smokey that, the Bear. Yeah, exactly. No, like a fireman, dude. Peeing on everything. I mean, uh, spraying water and everything. Yeah. It's, it's that's where it gets ridiculous. But um, one thing I've been doing is I'm, I'm I've been speaking up a little bit more and expressing myself. And yeah, it it's good. I'm I'm glad I'm learning from these books. And there's so many more that I need yeah. to read. It, yeah. uh, I'm I'm also reading another one that the there there's another book club essentially um, at work. And it's this is this is the Toll Brothers book club that is. Uh, I work for Toll Architecture, so we fall under the subsidy under Toll Brothers. So we'll have some. We'll always have a a, a group thing overlap, mm -hmm. over and not really overlap, but oh, group let's say if it's the technical term is they're the division, and we are just we're the subsidy. And so whenever they have an event, they they essentially have to invite us. I got you. Whenever we have an event, we don't have to invite them. That's how it works. And so the book club is set up by them, and they invited us. They included us. And so it, it was up to us if we wanted to go or not. And, of course, emotional intelligence, I'm going to do it. This one, Dare to Lead, I am loving it so far. She is, she is so good. And the, the big reason why I like her is she is very research-based. A lot of her stuff is research-based. It's off of facts, essentially. And I just love that. It, it feeds into me. It, like, it resonates. 
I'm, 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 give me data. I like data. You're such an engineer. I am. I am. I'm, I'm, I wouldn't even say that I'm an engineer. I'm more of an analytical guy. I, I love to look you're, at you're a, Would you say you're an analyst? I, I'm a, I'm a analyst. Yes. <laughs> an analyst? Yeah, you're an analyst. Like, um, there's another guy at work that he was like, dude, you should like be a scout because I was just talking about this guy. And it's like, this guy's going to be good for college. I mean, not college football, but for pro football. Deuce Vaughn that was drafted in the fifth round. I was like, he's going to be good. And he saw this. Dude, you're right, man. I was like, yeah, you should be like a scout. I'm like, yeah. Oh, or no, he, uh, he was telling me I should be a GM. And I was like, yeah, no, I don't, I don't think I'll be able to do that. But scout is something that has always intrigued me. Yeah. I like observing people i love seeing where they could fit and how to utilize them um and i I know where and when people can thrive and that's where that's how i got a couple people at work um to join that i i've met in the past or worked with in the past and one recently her english is not the greatest and she doesn't have much of experience but she i always liked her attitude and she learned pretty quickly and she's a hard worker and so yeah she she got through the first week and she she messaged me me on friday and she was like i survived i was like yeah you did you did you you got through it and she's like i still have a lot to learn and i was like you'll be just fine as long as you keep doing what you're doing and the one thing that she was doing and i noticed all week she showed up early and that yeah. is a lot. And I love that. I was like, man, this tells me so much more that I'm glad that you got hired because there's another person got hired and it was a friend of her. The other the person that I brought on a year ago recommended this other person. And he is like shows up a little bit later and all this stuff. And I'm like, yeah, I yeah. could but the the downfall is uh, he's gonna be working with me and so but i'll straighten him out eventually yeah we'll see i know i've had i've had my share of hurdles at work now that i'm deep down because I, I mean i've worked with with uh my coworker for a while i mean ever since uh we've been at this office and everything and mm-hmm. we get along great we have good personality we we, we banter it's a good it was a good vibe but i was uh doing i wasn't necessarily working directly with him or under him or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I was just producing those uh, takeoffs and everything for all of the, all the salespeople. But now I'm project managing for him, all his projects and everything. So we've had some, some budding heads things and some issues with being vulnerable or just communication in general. Cause I'm the kind of person that, well, one, I don't like being talked down to. Con- I don't like condescension. I mean, yeah. there's, People are t- people are generally taller than me, so they usually talk down to me anyway. But, <laughs> but I'm not talking about that. that. One. I was waiting for that one. <laughs> you know, I can't hold myself from from. I, w- I was going to say something, but I was like, no, this is a serious conversation, so I'll let I'll let it be. Yeah. So anyway, um, he, he's gotten a couple snippy or or snark with me a couple times. This last time, it really irritated me. Mm-hmm. I was upset, but I'm the kind of person who's not going to talk. When I'm when I'm when I'm pissed off, when I'm yeah. when I'm mad, I, I'm I, I'll chill out, I'll cool off first, 
Especially if it's something if it's something that's not crucial. I didn't make you feel gay. I didn't make you feel gay. It made me really mad. It really, it really, it really irritated me. Tell me about it. Um, shut Tell up. me about it. <laughs> so anyway, um, I mean, he knew. Right here. He knew I was I was mad because I, I well when I was I was focusing on what I was doing, I wasn't really talking with them and. I was being corporate short with my... He could, he could my, see your flares, your nose flare My nose was flaring? Like, nah. Yeah, I wasn't that like, pissed off. I wasn't that pissed off. But he finally, he's, he's, he asked me, hey, man. What's up? I'm like, uh, he, I wasn't, I was gonna, I was already chilling out. I was gonna bring it up. I was gonna talk to him. But he brought it up first. So I was like, all right, well, since you asked, I was gonna, I was gonna talk to you already, but since you asked, right. like, this really irritated me. Whenever people talk down to me, like, that attitude, I, I felt it was uncalled for. It, it wasn't the right way to communicate with me. Like, and it pissed me off. Oh, I'm sorry. I hurt your feelings. I'm like, don't do that. Don't, don't like try to minimize it or to, to, yeah. Right. To like, blow it off or make fun I, of I it. I don't like, like that like, phrase of, I'm sorry. I hurt your feelings. Yeah. I'm like, unless it's followed feelings. with something. Like, what did he say? I'm like, I'm like you, did, you didn't hurt my feelings. My feelings weren't hurt, but you did get me mad. Like it irritated right. me. Like it rubbed right. me the wrong way. Like, I'm right. not over here being sad or anything. It pissed me off. It got me mad. But so why didn't you say anything? I'm like, I was going to say anything. You brought it up first, but I was going to say anything. I was going to say something. I was already chilling out. It's not that big a deal, but I was going to tell you. I'm like, hey, man, there's no reason for you to get snarky and snippy with me. Like, I don't know what's going on with you. I, I mean, I, I know we're under a lot of stress and we've got a lot of stuff to do. There's, a, there's all sorts of stuff going on. But we're, especially you and I, we're a team. So we can we need to communicate better with each other. We need to talk things through. We need to make sure that we understand each other, right? Uh, because we're working and we're we're managing these pro- projects together, right? And blah blah blah. I'm like, I'm like, dude, it's just I don't know what it is or whatever. But just, you know, just be straight, just be direct. Don't you don't have to be shitty. You don't have to be like, yeah, yeah. Like I'm like, I was coming out because uh, the 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 thing, the whole thing came from ordering up. Or scheduling, uh, pay, rather paying for scheduling and paying for a a roll off dumpster because we have to like get rid of some of the trash and extra stuff that we're not going to use that we have to just get rid of get out of the warehouse. And so I sent the request into the to the main office to accounting and all that. I was I had already gotten the ball rolling on that, but they hadn't mm-hmm. responded and said anything that had told me anything. I didn't know where the process was, and so I just told John, "Well, I'm like, hey, look." As soon as they update me, I'll I'll hit you up and I'll let you, I'll I'll let you know where we're at. But I, right now, I haven't heard anything from. Him. He's like, you know what? He just comes and brings brings me his credit card. He's like, here, just put it on this, and I'll have him like you know, I'll have it. I'll have them reimburse me or anything. Just let's just get it done. I'm like, I'm like, cool, no problem. So I get, fill out the forms and, and take care of it. I'm like, all right, cool. I sent it off to them. Uh, well, I was gonna send it off to him. Like, here, I, I just need you to sign it, dude. He's like, just sign it, dude. Just sign it. Just get it. He got all like shitty about it. He was like throwing, mm-hmm. dumping out some trash. I'm like, hey, I just need you to sign this so I can scan it and send it. He's like, hey, he just got all, just sign it, dude. Like, get all like shit with him. Like, whoa, dude, where's this coming from? I was like, whoa, whoa, easy, man. Like, I don't, I'm not in the standard practice of forging people's signatures. Like, uh, so I'm bringing it to you. I mean, it's your card. Yeah, sign yeah. it. You know, I'm yeah. not gonna, I'm not gonna just sign it for you willy nilly. Like, oh, you no, know, whatever. And so he, he's just, like, oh, fine. I'm like, all right, cool. That's how I do it. I'm like, all right, it's fine, dude. Like, I don't know why you're such a, such in a shitty mood and. Talking to me in such a shitty way. Wait, you don't tell him to calm the fuck down beforehand. If I would have done it at that time, it would have ca- probably caused a uh, a bigger yeah. argument or discussion. Or no, have you have you ever said that like calm the yeah. fuck down essentially? Okay, cool. Yeah, I mean, well, I, I was like, like hey, I, dude, chill out, dude. Like, you don't. I'm like, yeah, it's uncalled. I, like, that's what that's what pissed me off because it was uncalled for. Like, it, we just started the date, you know, and yeah, 
it's that it's perceived. I mean, if I gave somebody my card, hey, pay, uh, run it and whatever. If, if they bring me out, if, oh, you need to sign this. I'm like, cool. I'll just sign it. It's not a big yeah. deal. It's not like I'm asking you for to move heaven and earth. And it's not like I'm sandbagging. It was like, dude, just get things done. Just get things. I'm like, dude, I'm getting things done, but this is your signature. This is your card. This is your yeah. information. It's like, not, it's not my call to just do stuff like that. I mean, if that's how you feel, you want me to do that, that's fine. But I don't just assume to sign other people's signatures and stuff. Right. Right. Like, right. I just don't do that. It's not like what people typically do. Right. You know, especially in a professional setting. Like if my yeah. if, if my if I get a contract come in for a project, I'm not gonna just sign it for my my uh president or the vice president or for whoever. I'm not gonna just sign right. it. It's like, oh yeah. No, I'll review it. I'm like, oh yeah, I, I accounted for this, I accounted like send it to him. Hey, I already checked it, I accounted for everything, I I edited what I needed to edit that we're not including, blah, 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 blah. You know, I'm like, all right, cool. It's ready for you to sign. I'm not going to just sign it on their behalf without authorization or they were telling me to do it or whatever. Mm -hmm. So, like, uh, that's why I was pissed off. I'm like, dude, why are you acting shitty? Why are you talking to me like this when there's no need to? Like, I know we just need to get things done. And that's the thing is sometimes he's a little spastic with that kind of stuff. He just wants to get, he's, like, impatient about things. And, And the thing is, though, I know he wants to just get things done, yeah. and and I understand that motivation and and just you know produce and 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 move on. Right. But sometimes it's gotten us into problems where he's made a decision to just oh let's just do it this way, and then later on it bites us in the butt because yeah, yeah, we didn't yeah. take the time to stop, consider, yep. and do it. Yep. Or hey, let's yeah, hey, why is it taking so long? Just do it like this and just do it like that. I'm like, look, there's a reason, and it's happened before. And it's funny because we'll be dealing with the problem down the road. I'm like, look, I told you, I typically do it this way because it might take a little longer in this process, but it's handled down the road and we've already got an account of and everything sorted out. It's done the right way. And when you cut corners, you wind up working harder down the road, either putting out fires or having to do extra work down the road because you didn't want to do it at the beginning. And I've like yeah. consistently, that's one thing that I like, I've told them consistently, dude, just, we, no, no, just do it. Just get it. I'm like, dude, if we do it this way, we're going to run into problems. Later. Yeah. I'm like just, yeah, it's, it, it sounds like he, he has an issue of just, I don't know. Like I, I, the thing is, he's, he's, he's got similar. a lot of, he's got a lot of things on his plate. Right. One, one thing he does is he's, he's opened up and we talk, we, we can't be vulnerable sometimes about stuff, but sometimes mm-hmm. it's like, he has a hard time delegating sometimes, and he, that's what he—that's what he also just uh, what he told me. Also, trust like, is a big like, dude, it's not, I don't know if it's so much about trust, but it's, it's, he wants to take why. He, he wants what to would take make you think on. it's not? Huh? Shut up! If you can't delegate, it's about trust, man. And I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, sometimes he just likes to like you know handle things. I'm like, look, man, we need to tag team stuff together, right? Um. And yeah, there's some things that you have to handle because it's something that you have to do. Because um, yeah, at the bottom, at the end of the day, it's your project, and I'm helping you manage yeah. it. But but there's certain things that we can do together, or I can I can take it off, I can do it to one point, and then hand it back off to you to finish. But there's we gotta we gotta work together with this. It's like yeah, you're gonna nah. stress yourself out without needing to stress yourself out, and then that's, and then you're gonna act one. shitty and stress everybody else out because you're stressed yeah. out. You're, you got a shorter fuse whether you want to or not, and you act shitty, and it just it just ruins the dynamic of your team. Mm-hmm. 
So yeah, that, and that's the other thing. Like, uh, if he's unable to delegate, that's something that he definitely needs to work on because delegating is important. There's a way that we 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 do things differently. He and I, we have different approaches, to different things. And I know I I took that opportunity also to be a little vulnerable with him and explain certain things, express certain things about because sometimes I think that that he he gets the impression that I lack confidence to make certain decisions. But it's not that. Like, I'll send him, like, emails. Like, I'll type up an email. Because to, you're to overthinker, re- man. Not necessarily that. The thing is, well, yeah, I, a little bit, a little bit. But Hell's I like to... shots on fire on someone else, you know. <laughs> like, I'll... If you remember. I know, I know. I'll I'll, I'll, uh, I'll be responding to a, an email from one of our clients or whatever, whatever. Uh, but it's a complicated issue or something that's going to could, could open up a can of worms. So I'll type up an email and my response and, and everything. And then I'll send it to him. Like, look, have a look over. Just make sure that we're on the same. On the same page. Yeah. Like, I don't want to like what I what I want to avoid. What I was want to I want us to be a unified front. That's my that's my point of view is we have to be of the same mind. Uh, at least with our responses and how we interact with our clients. We can't be in a place where where if I send something, if I say something, uh, respond a certain way, and he doesn't agree, well, he'll, where he'll respond on the email or send something back to in response, or even just to me, is like, nah, uh, we're going to do it this way instead. Because then, one, it takes credibility away from me, and then, two, it makes us look disorganized and like we don't know what we're doing. Yeah. So it's, it's better like, okay, are, you, are we on the same page with this? Do you agree with this? Yeah. All right, cool. This is what, this is how I, I this is how I feel we should handle it. Are are we, are are we on the same page of this? Cool. All right, cool. We're, especially at the beginning, since we're barely starting to work in this dynamic. Once we understand each other's language better, I'm like, okay, this is what this is what this is what I think he would want to do, or at least a better preparation that he'll understand. This is what I'm gonna do. This 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 is the best option. But you know, you have to work with those dynamics. Y- yes. To say hey. Y- y- um. You got to know who you're working with. This yeah. works both ways, right? Yeah. This works with uh, with whoever you're you're also with. I know you're you're with another person too, right? It's three of y'all. Yeah. Uh, well, technically, no, there's total four, but yeah. Okay. And so basically, I don't know who who who's in charge, or is, is it just everybody else? Okay. Jay is. I'll call him Jay. And so my my viewpoint, and it has not changed. For a really long time, I always challenge it, but and it seems like it's timeless. You have to know what you're working with. That's the thing, and you also have to know where you want them to be. Yeah, there has to be a path set for them, and you have to set you and that path. Let's say Jay sets the path for you, right? And he thinks that you should be on the, this path. That's what he thinks, right? Mm-hmm. So that path has to have a conversation with you. You have to have that conversation with him, or he has a has the conversation with you on what your path should be. But there has to be some sort of path made. And the reason why I say that is now this puts you on a trajectory, and this helps him and essentially everybody else to help delegate. So. Yeah, I'm going to need you here so then I can hand you this type of stuff, right? I'm going to need you here so I can hand you this type of stuff. So essentially, you're creating a team around you where you're not doing as much and you're delegating a lot of work 
And at the same time, you know your team very well. You can build that trust. And so that's something that I've always believed. And, And you can't, the biggest thing is, and what I've seen where I'm at, is you can't just throw it on in them, you know, throw it to the wolves. You have to, there has to be proper training and whatnot. And that's industry on industry basis, right? That's not always going to apply to everywhere else, but that's one thing I've learned. I don't don't know. Share, share your nuggets on that. That's accurate or not to see if it, if it would work in in that type of system that y'all have. I think, uh, yeah. I mean, uh, we're, we're mitigating stuff and we're coming up with plans. It's all good. Yeah, I'm, but, I'm sure you but it's are. Just, it's just those kind of, I mean, it's, I'm just playing into the the whole thing that about about being vulnerable, about communicating. Yeah. And, and, no, and it sounds like you're really good. That was some good stuff. I like yeah. that. That's the thing is, he and I, we typically communicate pretty good. It's just, yeah. there's going to be some disagreements. There's going to be some, yeah. I mean, it, and, and you should normal. come to express it. Yeah, you yeah. should come to expe- uh, expect that too. I mean, it happens. Y- yes. And the good thing is you're able to express it and the other side of it he was able to take it in right he wasn't as passive about it or dismissive yeah. about it and that's yeah. that's the biggest thing because the second it gets dismissive that's no, where vulnerability what, gets a little tricky what's great is that we're also we've also started this whole um building our culture and really be building a, a, a tighter team and, ha- and being connected um, cause every Friday we, yes, we have what's called, uh, we have what's called man meat Friday. <laughs> so at the man end of the day, meat Friday, man meat Friday. Yeah. We, it's, we, we gotta make jokes. Uh, but now, we, uh, we grill a joke on like, are you trying to be racist here and trying to be like, Oh, you know, one meat? No, it's Indian. Oh, I had no idea what the hell that meant. <laughs> But I see where you're going with that one. Yeah, y'all like to eat man meat. <laughs> yeah, but uh, but no, we grill, we grill a lot every almost every Friday when we have when we when we have the chance, whatever. Towards the end of the day, we bring. So it y'all in. y'all decide this on the own, like your company yeah. doesn't say to do all nah. this stuff. HR nah. doesn't step in or whatnot. No, nah, we just that's good. I, I I like that. I like yeah, that. John, John's a good. Uh, I already I use his name. <laughs> I was gonna kind of try. To, I was trying not to use it, but I, anyway. He's it's fun. I've used names here too. Yeah, he's he's a, he's a he's got a he's got a pretty listen. good uh a pretty good head for that. Like um we uh we 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 he decided hey let's do this and we just started doing it and we'll grill out some meats, some steaks or burgers or whatever and we take the time to kind of have a powwow, go over the week, go over what we should do, kind of like iron out details with our responsibilities and stuff and. Or what we're saying, what what we need to improve on, or what are we seeing, forecasting, all sorts of stuff, right? Yeah. Uh, but it's it it makes it easier for us to kind of feel comfortable with and be, and come yeah. together as a team. Yeah. And then last night, last night he uh, he I was like he called me when I was still painting uh, at the office, and he's like, "Hey, I'm buying some ribs. Do you want to come over and have dinner?" I'm like, "Yeah, cool, cool." And he messaged me later. Guy told me, "What can I bring?" Whatever. He's like, "Hey, messages me later." Hey. Uh, the other guy, uh, our superintendent's coming over too. Uh, him, him and his family, whatever. Uh, so let's bring some, bring, bring some tres leches. I'm like, cool. Bring some tres leches cake. And he also asked the other superintendent, but it was kind of like last, it was kind of last minute that he decided to do all this. 
But yeah. we kind of tend to do that. We kind of fly flick off like that, and we're like, oh, let's just come together and and whatever, and we chill out. We're at his place, had some had some food. They are grilled out some food. Some made he made those uh those ribs. The other guy brought some steaks. I brought the the cake, the dessert, basically, and then we had some beers out there. We had some beers. We all mingled, chatted up, had a good time. That's good. Came, came that's together. Good. That's that's important, and and it's funny how a lot of people don't think that's important. Yeah, a lot of people think you know the money's important, and like no, and, and instead of you spending all that money on this, why don't you just give me the money that you're going to spend on this to me? Yeah, you know. A lot, a lot of people have that mentality, but they don't understand how much of a tenfold of impact just doing oh, that. And, and that's the thing is like, um, we have our times where we get our money that we let the, the company take handle that. This, this is a separate deal between us. And so mm-hmm. like last, I think last uh, Friday, I bought the steaks and stuff. And, and then the one before that, they brought somebody else bought stuff. So, or, or, or we'll all, we'll, we all spread out the, the cost. So right. we all pitch in. So it's like, right. it's not being carried always like instead of, instead of, because yeah, if somebody's like offering it, like, uh, as far as a part of the company for the company, on behalf of the company, people will tend to do that. Well, instead of spending money on that, just give me the money. Right. Like, uh, put out, right. uh, yeah, like give me a bonus or, or add it to my, to my salary. But this is more of a team thing. This is like more to unite us and, and be comfortable with each other. Like when everybody, I like distributes it. the cost and carries it together. You 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 you, 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 you feel a, more of a community. Yeah, camaraderie. You build yeah. a rapport, and those things are very undervalued. Yeah. In, it makes in, it also easier to talk to each other, like yeah, and, and to hold yeah. each other accountable. It's because yeah. then then it doesn't it becomes less of a you especially if you have to bring if you have to hold somebody accountable, bring bring uh-huh. something to somebody's attention or whatever. It, then you can be more direct with them as hey hey man like I need you to do this dude and it it, it becomes yeah, yeah. less less of a of an attack and less of a condescension or of coming down is like oh this guy thinks he's like so hot whatever he's like look he does but he's he thinks he's so hot and he's only like five one he's over here <laughs> two, flying off the five, handle two, over here five two every inch counts oh yeah five two my bad yeah dude come on come on man being serious. Um, but yeah, that's, uh, um, I, I picked up on a show. Oh yeah. What show? Ted Lasso. It's very fitting, huh? I've heard so many it's, good things about that show. It's good. It's good. I, it, of course I would like it because it's a lot of the underdog type of shit. And so I'm all for that. And then it's also on soccer <laughs> and like, you know, I'm playing indoor soccer and everything. I'm, I've gotten so much. I've, it's cool. That I've improved so much, and I've it feels good. Yeah, like, probably, dude. It's it's not only like just improving there, just athletically, because ever since I lost a ridiculous amount of weight and lost a ridiculous amount of muscle mass, um, for my Crohn's that I was fighting for like seven years. Yeah, and I I've been trying to work hard and um getting it squared away to where it's not a major impact on my life. But one thing that always came up is life. And I would let life impact my health. Up until this past year and a half where I've I've grew on my 
self-awareness and that really took off and learned a lot of things and now it's like now i'm like i'm letting not too many things bother me because stress has such a hard large impact on life and now i'm just kind of enjoying life but also like okay if i need to improve i'm able to i'm not i don't like stress over it like i know i'll get there you know even if someone's a little bit more persistent i'm like oh why aren't you here like i'll get there no worries like i i don't put too much weight on those people that are that way and so yeah translated into this and and how I've improved in indoor soccer, how I've improved at playing flag football. And so today I, I, I was doing a little cleaning. I run across a, a scale, a weight scale. You're such a liar. You know, you keep it right next to them. You always check. No, I haven't. <laughs> I haven't. I've been wanting to gain weight for such a long time. Ever dude, since I got plenty of weight for you, dude. I got I know. I've, uh, and so after, after I had gotten my surgery done back in 20, first one, back in 2017, there was, a, there was a goal. Even before then, there was a goal that I was trying to get to. I was trying to get to 160 this entire time. And even after that, with, with steroids, I can get pretty close. I'll get into like 152 and whatnot, right? Off steroids, I'm like at 145, one, and then, well, I'll, yeah, See, that's where I steroids, be, but then when I was down, off of steroids and I was life was affecting me. I was like at 140, 138, 142, 144. So, so I could never get over that 145 hump until today. I look and I'm at 148 and I'm like so happy because this is off of steroids. This is me just natural. Natural, just me handling the stress a lot better, not impacting me to where it affects my gut, taking care of myself. Um, and to understand this, like to help the audience gauge to where my stress level is at, understand the fact that there there is a lot more stuff that is going on in my life. I'm trying to this podcast is going, uh, work. Uh, I have a lead program at work that I lead up on culture group, book club, uh, let's grow coaching programs I've been working on, learn, uh, getting my certifications. Now my car is a piece of shit. Now at the end of the year, I'm going to turn that in and, and get a car. I've just bought a place. So money is, has been a little tighter, but with yeah. all this going on, I've gained some weight. I've at, at least either gained yeah, it good. or maintained it. Yeah, that's and good, so dude. that tells you to all y'all listeners out there, stress and managing it is a big player in our life. If you're yeah. able to manage that stress, man, you're going to come out winning in so many different aspects in your life. It, it takes work. It takes work to, to develop uh, yes. uh, stress management and coping skills. Yeah, it does. Yeah. And man, I, I'm telling y'all, this these are the rewards that I'm getting after after a couple years of just working on it. And I, I hopefully hopefully this just helps inspire y'all that are out there. And no, not all the time. Let, let me let me tell y'all this: not all the time was I consistent with it. Um, Gabe knows this, and I've, I think I've shared with this. Like I've gotten injured on my shoulder, so I wasn't able to work Did out freeze? consistently. Yeah, you froze. But I did manage my mental health. <laughs> I still worked on that, right? 
even though I wasn't able to physically work out. Uh, two weeks ago, I hurt my rib. I actually finally got the result last week, and it was a mesentery oh, adentus. Have you ever heard that? I don't know. I think I lost Gabe. Actual recording is higher quality. You you there, Gabe? But yeah, so my century dentist is is a is where your intestines push and it pushes it pushes against each other and then it pushes against the wall of your abdomen and that's when you are able to that's when it causes pain and so that's what i had experienced two weeks ago but yeah let's see if i can get this guy back on here ah sorry we had a little technical difficulty there um but yeah so i was i was uh it was was funny man i'm sorry it was funny because your your face just froze in this one expression you're like Yours froze on your end, and now I'm just like, you're like up on the screen. And it was like your entire body was on the screen. It was, it was too funny. Yeah, I was like, was okay, good. I guess I, I think I lost Gabe here. And it was like <laughs> I was talking to myself this entire time. And, I, and then I get into my head. I'm like, this feels weird that I'm talking to myself right now. Because <laughs> I was explaining how I got hurt. And uh, so I ended up finally getting the result of my scan after a week. And yeah, what did, what did it say? Uh, I had mesentery adentus. What the hell is that? So it's when your intestines push together and they push against the abdominal wall to where it causes some infection in your intestines. And so that's what it was essentially. It was That's why the pain that I was having was having. And then it what they were telling saying is yeah it typically subsides after a certain time but if it doesn't you go and the doctor typically prescribes you antibiotics so the pain went away so i'm good i'm back to normal i I started to work out again uh i I went back friday and um i i'm man i've gotten a big shift in my mindset i don't know how it happened but such a big shift in my mindset like i'm not caving into my to that voice that says hey just stay just stay here man oh oh. it feels really nice just stay here i'm not caving i'm not listening to that one i'm listening to the one that's like dude you're gonna feel so much better after this like go work out yeah go work out you're gonna feel so much better i've been way too tired to go uh, to the to the to actually go to the gym although i have been getting exercise at work yeah. Either yeah, I'm either getting my steps in, mm-hmm. or uh, with the. Uh, I mean, typically when we're unloading and unloading stuff, I'm doing it with the forklift. But you sometimes I'll have to like break out, break down pallets, or uh, I know we've had to toss a lot of stuff into the dumpsters. So like I have to pick stuff up and throw things. I'm like I pick things up, I put things down. So I'm like getting some workout, like whatever. But I'm like I'm in the I'm in the heat. I'm in the warehouse and I'm sweating. Uh-huh. My little brown ass off. <laughs> That's good. No, that's good. So I've um, actually dropped weight. I was like, dude, I was, I was nearly, nearly pushing two hundred. I was like at one, 
180, 190 something, whatever. But now I'm at 176. And nice. my visceral, my visceral fat percentage, whatever, my visceral fat number went down. 100%. <laughs> yeah, right. No, it was at 15. It's not percentage. I don't know what that means. I forget what the, what the scores is. Yeah. But anyway, 15 is up there. Let me see what, the, what it says on my little app here. No, that's that's really cool. Like I, yeah, I know, says, I know yeah. you, you've been you've been struggling a little bit. On yeah, that, I'm man. I'm still in the high in the high zone. Uh -huh. it, it, like it, it goes it, 15, 15 is right at the red line to excessive, <laughs> right? But it's it's still under excessive. It's in the high region. So right now I'm at four. Like at eleven is the 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 mid or the middle point between between um acceptable and high. So I'm really, for the moment, putting my setting the goal to get down to 11. So I'm like right, like between high and acceptable. Yeah. But my my BMI is improved. My of course my weight has gone down. What I'm finding odd is that that my body fat, the percentage is 19.6, which is in the acceptable range, lower part of the acceptable range, right right above fitness. So that's kind of weird that my I guess just because my all the fat really is the visceral around my organs from eating poorly and drinking probably. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny because it says my metabolic age is 43. <laughs> so it's, it's, it's four years older than I really am. <laughs> yeah. I wonder what mine's at. Yeah. Um, so I love that. So I love this watch. No, uh, it, it does. So it takes a lot of mental exercise to get to it point where i got to when it came to being a little more disciplined when it comes to working out and whatnot and waking up in the morning yeah um i'm actually one thing i'm i'm starting to do as a mental shift is not really think that i have a disease and i've been trying this for like the real long time right like a lot of a lot of sicknesses like when especially when it's a lifetime type of deal we tend to make it a setback for us right yeah. or a shortcoming oh i can't i can't do this because of this you know which is in a certain degree yes you, it's you're almost like an excuse or a cop-out yes it becomes a crutch right right and so it, yeah to a certain degree you, you don't want to like for example for me if i eat a lot of fatty food i'm well i'm not gonna be feeling great for the rest of the day and i'll probably be extremely gassy later on and everyone around me i've been around for it good and, lord <laughs> and so that's but where I like talk so yeah that's where that's where i i try to avoid certain things and and that's understandable you got to do what your body can take and, and whatnot but it's the matter of just the other limitations like that i was trying to do it's like, okay, me understanding how it's going to take me a little bit longer to recover. You know what? I'll take another day off or whatnot. So yeah. I was giving myself all these other reasons. Oh, I shouldn't push myself a little too hard. Like, but now I'm like pushing myself a little bit further. And like, now that I've understood my body and how it's acting and reacting to know when to breathe yeah. and when to like take it slow and when to when I feel that anxiety and that panic attack coming on, like, or me just freaking out coming on, I'm gonna, okay, I need to just breathe. Okay, I, I can, I can talk in a certain way now. And yeah. 
I catch certain things that I'm doing right now as I, as there certain discussions get escalated, how I'm able to keep my composure and my cool and like how it's not impacting my body at the same time. I'm, that's where I'm like patting myself on the back. I'm like, yeah, good job. That's freaking awesome, dude. Like I, I never thought I was ever going to get this point, but I did. I have. And it's, it's a lot of it. It's to think to all these books, all the coaching stuff that I've been doing. And, and, and it's helping me to be a better coach. I want to be a really good coach for, for people. And the, the best way I can do it is if I'm and that's, just that's a good, good thing. Cause myself. there's some people, um, and I take this into, for me with, um, trying to reconnect with my Christianity and all that. And I'm still working on that, but, um, that's why I don't hold it against some people. And I think it's actually a good expression of where you're, where you're at and, and your convictions is that like with what you're talking about with uh, coaching is you're finding this on your, uh, for yourself. It's working for you. You're, you're, you're improving, you're benefiting and you don't want to just hold it on to yourself. You want to pass it on to other people. Yeah. 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 I think that's that, that that's, I mean, to be fair to, to, to people who are not religious so you can understand people that are a little religious, and uh, some people come at it with that that idea. It's like they, they found something that's improving their life and they don't want to hold it to themselves. They want to share it with other people. Mm -hmm. So maybe we should look at each other with a little more grace with yeah. that. Like yeah. in, your, in your situation with your coaching and, and giving that kind of coming at it from that point of view and other people coming from it from Brashati or, or whatever to yeah. be fair with each other. At least just to yeah. appreciate appreciate yeah, yeah. where the person's coming from you might yeah. not necessarily agree with the with with, with everything or yeah or where, where it's coming from right fair enough to each their own but yeah. you can appreciate the fact that they're uh sharing something that has helped them and you can yeah. took it, you can you can look at it that way and for, for sure and, and whatever sure. you know appreciate yeah. it in that in that sense or whatever for sure at least to yeah. understand each other um yeah where you're coming from and, and all yeah. that no, I, I, I totally, I totally get that because um, whenever I was teaching back when my faith was a lot more religious, more than anything, I, I would ask the students if they had a belief in a higher power. And a lot of them would say no. And these were kids that were struggling on their yeah tax or whatever the end of end of year eoc i forgot what, what they call it nowadays right. but star or whatever it was back in the day back when i was teaching back in uh 2010 um and a lot of them answered and they don't um a few were um what is that word when you don't believe in it atheist or agnostic atheist atheist a few more atheists and there was a there was a couple with with decent head on the shoulders where they had a belief in. And so I would tell them the ones that, that didn't, I was like, believe in something, believe in some sort of higher power. And the, and I explained to them the reason why is because you want to believe in something that's outside of essentially here. Like, right. And at that time it made sense. And now it probably doesn't make sense to me right now, but essentially I was trying to get them to a point to where, it would help them benefit on, on grabbing on some sort of faith out there that there is a higher power out there to, to believe in. And, and a few of them later, they, they, they would express it that, yeah, okay. Yeah. 
And some of them that whenever I expressed the reason why, they would be like, oh, yeah, yeah, that's very true. That's very true. And I'm like, I don't, I don't want us to go into whatever you're believing in. Because the second you tell me that you have this belief, I'm going to believe you that you have this belief. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not going to question your belief on whatsoever. As long as you have this belief and you, you, you make it really intimate and you make it really personal and you're passionate about it and you don't, you don't really let go of it, I think, I think it's, it's very, it impacts you tenfold. Now, when it comes to coaching, of course, I have to, I can't present it that way. But there's a lot of tools that are associated in a lot of the religions that I can definitely apply right a lot of the awareness a lot of the grace a lot of the the meditation slowing down whatever it may be there's all these tools that are out there that i'm definitely going to share with with the people that are that are having struggles in any aspect in their lives yeah yeah. ted lasso good stuff man you you need need to watch it yeah well it's another you will like it's freaking hilarious it's on Apple, isn't it? It is on Apple. Uh, of course, I got my bootleg thing that I'm watching and all. Oh yeah, so. you do. Is there any way you can record that and send it? I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to find out. I'm gonna have to find out. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm sure because I'm finding myself in a similar situation like you mentioned before about money being a little tight right now mm-hmm. at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, plus, to be honest, like it's not that it's not that big of an impact, but you do. Uh, but I do feel it. Yeah. Is man, the electric bill is outrageous, dude. Like how how much is? And it I don't even use it, dude. I don't even use it that much. Amount of a, a, it's like four hundred. Oh, it was almost like last 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 one. I think this one. Well, last one was definitely nearly four hundred, and this one is like a is three hundred and some odd dollars. And I don't even really use it that much. And I put the we were talking about it last time. Yeah. I put the I put the temperature up when I'm gone. And I bring it back down when I'm go- when I'm gonna go to bed, and I don't, like I leave it within a good ra- good range, you know. Yeah, Where yeah. I'm like, dude, it's I'm not. It's not like I'm setting it to super super low, and I'm not like trying to let, make it overwork or anything. Right. Um. But I, one thing I wasn't doing before was closing my vents on some of the rooms where I'm like, like, well, the guest room right now where I'm recording, I closed those vents up just recently, so I'm not blowing, wasting my ac on places i'm not even using anything so it's all diverted into my bedroom and first i mean it's a three-story so yeah heat rises yep so like 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 so, the middle floor the middle floor where the where the living room is everything tends to be typically cooler okay without so without having the air on let's let's go through this because uh now i i kind of like knowing me i like to help and i like to provide solutions and I'm I'm pretty analytical and blah 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 blah. You know, okay. Garage, you can't do nothing about it. Yeah, and I have I have have the doors closed. I have the doors shut to that now. I used to leave it open for Calvin. Yeah, but yeah, I'm not doing that anymore. So on the second floor now, since everything is rising there, you have a lot of windows. Okay. Yeah. I I I suggest that you get those blackout coverings that I have. To help, yeah, I've I have not put any of my I have I have blackout curtains. I just haven't put up any of my curtains. Okay, up, do, do that. Okay, go do that. And then the other thing is, I'm sure you already do this. Like, do you use your fans, right? Ceiling fans, and you put yeah. it on full blast, and it's yeah. is it on all day? Yeah. 
Where's your thermostat at? Is it on the last floor, the there's highest two. floor? Or? There's two. There's one on the on the second floor, right by the stairs, uh-huh. and then the other one is upstairs, right outside my bedroom. How does it work? How does that work? I think I've got two AC units. I think. You do? Okay. I so think, then, I think what I'm you'll probably one. have to do is keep the one at the second story really, really high, as in like eighty mid eighties, and keep the one in the middle floor you can still keep it high too but you don't have to keep it as high since it's going to be hot air rising anyways it's going to still stay pretty cool like with my place i keep it high and it's hot up here but downstairs it's freaking cool like yeah it's bearable cool like you can sit down there and you're just perfectly fine now one thing i've done is open up all the doors to help circulate all the cool air because i don't have a a, a vent yeah, that is nearby that thermostat. I don't close. I, I have all the doors closed. Yep. Um, yeah. Have all the doors closed. And so, what the other thing I did, I invested in a little small fan that's sitting right south the door that's in front of that thermostat. So now, when the AC's on, it's going to feed that fan is going to feed that cool air out from the from this room out into the hallway. As as much as possible, right? Because you have that gap, and that that fan sits low on the floor, and so it's it's feeding as much air out as possible. And but yeah. then when I get home, I open both of the doors up, and I'm like, okay, let's cool this freaking place down because I I have it really high. I have it at 84, and so yeah. I have mine usually around 83. Yeah, and so I know I know we have cats, and we don't want our cats to get into places. She yeah. she's been actually, pretty. I've I've started letting Calvin out. I'll I'll put him in the garage, uh-huh. and I'll leave the the garage door um to the outside, uh-huh. uh open enough for him to come in and out. Uh-huh. The, the 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 door to the to the house to the apartment is closed. Like I keep that closed, but right. I let him I let him have access in and out, indoor and outdoor from the garage, and I have his like water and his food filled right. up, so he's he's got stuff and. You could go outside, roam around, come back inside. Yeah, so uh, that's how I'm, that's how I've been addressing him. Yeah, well, that's good. That's good. But have have you kept all the doors in the rest of the place open to where no, he's only allowed to roam? Yeah, I've had everything closed. I think I think once you do that and just have it all open to where it just circulates the air. I think I think I it'll think cut I might down. Leave the door it's open. Not, I don't think it'll cut down ridiculous amount, but. Yeah. You're gonna uh, get think, down into the three hundreds at least. I think maybe maybe I'll leave the door to my bedroom open, but I don't have anybody in in my guest room at all, really. So I'm I, I'm just gonna leave that closed, and I have the vents closed in this room anyway. <laughs> so I'm just gonna funnel all the air and everything else outside of yeah. the room and into in, into the hall into my bedroom. Yeah, that's where the thermostat's at, right? Right outside yeah. of your yeah, yeah. It's it's the matter of just keeping that down as much as possible. Yeah, I mean, I mean, there's tricks that you can do to keep it down. Is like you know, put ice on that shit, or, or not really ice, but like cream cheese. Someone has told me at work, like frozen cream cheese on top of it. I I, so I it, yeah, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be so cheesing my senses, walls. So so it senses the coolness, so it's like keeps it shut off essentially. It's that type of shit. It's it's yeah. insane. Like people, I mean, you're gonna get a really hot house when you do that shit. 
when you come home, it's like 90 degrees. So it'll be, it'll be 98 degrees and you'll be singing to Calvin. This right. I promise you. Or whatever that I song promise is. you. Anyway. Whatever 98 degrees sings. I don't know, dude. Uh, that was a long time ago. That was a good yeah. life. What else? I don't know, man. I think this was. A, I think this was a. This was a. This was it. It was good. Yeah, it, it, it is. Um, it was. It was just us catching up. It's. It's amazing. So I, I would talk to this guy just about. I don't know about two to three times a week, right? Yeah. Probably more sometimes. But these last three weeks, it's probably been like once a week. Yeah. Just about. And and that's mainly to just more. touch base just to see if he's doing it's it's mainly me reaching out to him because I'm the better friend. And yeah. I, I care about him more than anything. Like he doesn't care about me one bit. He I don't do. he won't I reach out to me. Like, I wear your necklace hey, that you gave me all the hey, time. Uh, and you don't love right. the necklace I gave <laughs> Hey, you're alive, man, right? You don't check up on me at all. You don't say, hey, you're alive, man, all right? You're, you're well, alive, right? I see you on Facebook. I know you're alive. <laughs> it's, only, it's, only, it's only when I see your, your Facebook post going south. Oh, he's sad. I better call. I better reach out. <laughs> <laughs> I rarely post the, the south ones. No, you already, but you already I, I was actually going to make fun of yours. in a Which way. One? Actually, not really make fun. Call, call the person out. What? That... That did a laughing emoji on. Oh, your... on the god one. Yeah. Yeah, my little brother. Yeah, he's a yeah. little cynic. I love my little brother, but he's very cynical. I was, I was gonna say something geared towards like it was gonna be bad. Yeah. It was totally, it was totally, and it would have caused probably a little rift, a little like, how do, who is this guy? Why is he, why is he talking shit about me? Because you're shit talker. Totally, because he's a shit talker. Told him. Yeah. Oh. Because I, I didn't like that. I didn't like that laughing emoji on that. Yeah, I, I, I didn't either, but I kind of tend to... I tend to ignore him. Yeah. Sometimes with certain things. It's funny, man, because... He, he and my other brother will, will get after, get on each other and stuff. But also, they just never stop. Dude. Yeah. They, they never stop. They get And it gets really old. Right? They need they need a lot of growing up. And that's yeah. what they need. I sent them, I sent them both uh, on our little brother's chat there was Badger a cell? you sent there them was a, no no there was a, uh, a <laughs> video i saw uh i think it was michael knowles right um he's all on that conservative stuff whatever but i liked what he had to say about i didn't really care i i didn't really care too much about everything else that he was saying in the video i mean it is whatever but um what i found more useful or something that i that I wanted to share with them was is like Look, the, he doesn't have like the same ideologies necessarily with the people, uh, with everybody in his family, in his household, family, or whatever. Mm-hmm. But when they get together for Thanksgiving or family get together, they don't talk about these. They don't get into the whole politics thing and arguing with each other and wanting to be right. They do family stuff. They concentrate yeah. on doing family things, having a good time. And these two guys, they tend, they tend to, they tend to like. We start having conversations and everything, and it, it always ends up leading into into that kind of stuff and it kind of sours things sometimes i'm like dude just can can both of you guys just stop just yeah, stop let's talk yeah. about other stuff i mean i don't mind having conversation i think conversations that need to be have on occasion and whatever but yeah yeah you know sometimes they're good conversations but like it's almost like every single time they they're like trying to 
battle each other all the time. And instead, I, I think it's more instead, be, we're, we're brothers. Let's be there for each other with brothers. You know what? We're happy. Like, hey, I'm I, regardless of the color. fact that you think weird things or you're, it's sometimes it seems very negative. Yeah. One in particular, very cynical, very sees the world as uh, the world's got a lot of bad things in there, in it, right? But there's a lot of good stuff, and it's like everything's it's always a, a, matter a of negative thing. Everything's a negative thing. Everything's always a negative thing, and and it's always like a blaming on some on on a, a negative blame on somebody or something or calling things right. out like that. But then there's not a whole lot of action on their part to fix it or do something about it or, or to right. be the difference or the change. So, so it's like right. a bus, to me, it just seems like a lot of complaining and a lot of finger pointing right. and a lot of like just cynicism. Yeah. And I'm like, and, and regardless of the fact that I'm aware of this and I see this, I'm not going to be, I'm also not always going to be bashing on it or yeah. always talking about it and always like, hey, you need a, I'm like, dude, my Sounds family. Like they have a, and I a... love my family. I love them regardless. Yeah, I love them, whatever and everything. But all I gotta do is give them, show them love, give them love, and just be that. Yeah, that that Instead is of- that's that's all you can do. And it's unfortunate that they will never get to experience that currently, right? I won't say never I, ever. I mean, they have. To, they have. I mean, it's not. It's, I mean, I might be making it sound worse than it is, but. It just sometimes it gets a little old when they get into. No, nah, I don't think it's. I don't holes. think you're making it sound. You know, sound bad at all. I don't think you're making it sound any worse than what it is. You are making it sound, however, as if, however, it is making you feel and how it's coming across. It is my perspective, and it is how I feel about the. Situation. So you 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 definitely have to honor it. You can't you can't dismiss it or be make it lesser than what it is yeah. at all, and it's unfortunate that there there are that they are the way they are and um the biggest thing like seeing stuff like that it's unfortunate that they're they're just oblivious to it mm-hmm. they're not really aware of what they you know and that, they're it's true, funny because sometimes they'll, they'll act or they'll say something to the fact that saying or expressing that they're aware of it but they but the actions that follow behind it and the falling yeah. into those behaviors shows that it doesn't yeah yeah and see, that takes that takes a lot more work. That takes work in order to figure that part of out too. Because yeah, you may see, they may see as if they're doing things correctly, but until they get feedback from whoever they they can trust, yeah, if they are doing it correctly or not, then they're not doing it correctly because they're they're not getting that feedback. That's the other part of self awareness is is you have to have that ability to get that feedback from someone. Okay. Otherwise, you're just self-involved and self-righteous, and you can. And totally it's funny manip- because, like, like uh, not to get on the political things, also, but like, um, okay. this is what I see. This is what I see uh, I on both pass. sides. On both sides, I see this right: conservative, liberal, whatever. I see. I I tend to see it a little bit of the hypocrisy. The hypocrisy a little bit more on the liberal side, but where they talk sides. about being intolerant or about being hateful. And about being awesome, but then I see like their protests tend to be the ones full of hate, where they're yelling at people that disagree with them. They're up on people's faces, calling them bigots, being being downright nasty with people that think differently than them. But then I've seen, and don't get me wrong, it's not like I haven't seen them, but I've seen like the some of the the more the conservative ones 
having protests or whatever, and they'll reach out, they'll reach out, or they have reached out across the aisle, so to speak, right. and right. like be welcoming or be friendly. Now, is that all the time? One hundred percent, no. But I've seen it. I've seen more of that than I've seen it from the other side. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think the the ones that you're talking about are probably the ones that are very extreme yeah. on the liberal side, to yeah. where they don't really have the logic behind it, and so they're incapable. It's very more. Of it's feeling. It's feeling driven. A lot of yeah. it. It's, it's the ones that are feel driven. Yeah. I feel that you're attacking me. I feel yeah. that you're being hateful when the, all they're doing is expressing a contrary opinion and it's yeah. like okay you want me to listen to your opinion you want to be able to say your opinion say whatever you feel live this way and you expect everybody else to follow it but when somebody disagrees with you and is expressing their point of view their life the way that they want to live you can't handle it and it's it, you, you take it as a personal affront to yeah. your belief it's like it's not this person thinks and feels differently and they're expressing their different view and you can't handle it and you think it's a, an attack on you when it's not yeah and you and then you start attacking them instead and it makes you look like a hypocrite and illogical and like you you have zero control over your emotions yeah yeah anyway and that's 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 a lot of it that is um that's why i have said the the biggest correction if we could make overall speaking as a general population not just in the state of of this country but worldwide if we all improve on our emotional intelligence mm-hmm. how much better would the world be yeah being able to accept other people and disagree politely yeah you know it goes tenfold right yep. tenfold you're able to build such a rapport now with with other people, no matter what the difference is, right? Yeah. Right, and on that yeah. Note, on that note, Gabe, thank you. Thank you, man. It's good catching up. Yeah, it's it was good catching up. Here. It was good having a, some good conversations, solid conversations with you again. Absolutely. Uh, next time we'll have some topics to talk about. Maybe yeah, maybe I'll throw I'll throw a little this little icebreaker on here, pick up some cards and just no, have some no, really intimate intimate conversations on here. But yeah, thank thank you everyone for joining on the episode sixteen. Look at that! I didn't even make a proper introduction on the last one. On, or, on this, right? And um, but yeah, see y'all the next time. See y'all see y'all the next episode. Take care. Take care.